0: Welcome back to That's the T. I'm RJ. And I'm Ryan. And we're here bringing you football news in the most digestible way possible today, Ryan. Today. Well, first of all, we're back. We're back again. (laughs) Yeah, same day. Hope y'all aren't annoyed (laughs) of us, but same day. We're here not talking about quarterbacks. We're talking about running backs now in this back-to-back double-headed header feature for this week.
1: Arguably the most sought-after position in a fantasy draft. The running back position.
0: Yeah, it's... It's my favorite position to draft and just look at. I don't know why. I like QB still. I, I like know. QBs. I like QB. I love running backs just because I feel like people need to value that there's a lack of depth in this position. Mm-hmm. People don't see it, and I just love going running back, running back. That's my draft philosophy. Has it worked? Who knows? One of them always gets hurt. <laughs> no, no, you you know if it works or not. You you, you can let
1: the viewers know. You need to shy away. One of them always gets hurt. <laughs>
0: And then, and then that's why you draft two, right? So that the other one can replace him. Then he gets hurt too.
1: Then what do you do? You realize you just wasted your first round pick and your second round pick. Your second round,
0: pick. yeah. Now your team, now your team is just full of third round picks and and later. Mm-hmm.
1: So your team's <laughs> full of David Montgomerys in the <laughs> third and fourth round. <laughs> Marvin
0: Joneses. Exactly. (laughs) You drafted Saquon and Nick Chubb. You got Marvin Jones. You got Marvin Jones
1: and David Montgomery as your first and second rounder. God.
0: We are here talking about running backs. And it's fitting that we're talking about RB1s and RB2s because our first conversation is, where is the running back one and running back two cutoff? And I'm going to ask you first, Ryan, because I also have an answer as well. But I'm curious, what are your thoughts? I mean,
1: I, I think for this year, we don't have that many top tier running backs anymore. There are mm-hmm. too many duos this year and split carries for you to comfortably draft these guys and expect top end performance. Um, this doesn't mean that you can wait to draft them. You still have to draft them in rounds one and two and three. But <laughs> you just kind of have to be realistic with your expectations again. I feel similar to like the Aaron Rodgers thing we talked about. I so yeah. keep going. Sorry, keep going. No, go go
0: ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I cannot agree with you more. Um, Mm -hmm. It's very hard, very, very hard when you get past what I call the elite RB1s because I feel like RB1s come in two two tiers. You have the elite RB1s, the Christian McCaffrey's, the Dalvin Cook's, the Alvin Kamara's, the Derek Henry's, the Saquon Mm Barkley's. Then you have RB1s that worry me a little bit. The first (laughs) ones you can sleep, you sleep well. You know, you wake up the next day, you're like, okay, I forgot, you know, I have Christian McCaffrey, I'm good. You have other RB ones. You have Nick Chubb mm. splits carries with Kareem Hunt. Can he stay healthy? Who knows? Austin Eckler, a name that you know you like, but you don't. You don't brag to your coworkers that I have Austin Eckler as my RB one. Exactly. And you have Jonathan Taylor, again splitting carries with Marlon Mack, and you don't. You, you're not proud saying he's your RB one. But the thing is, it's like. <sighs>
1: You're, you're stuck in this little limbo because the thing is you draft these guys and you can't claim that they're not RB1s because everyone else around you will be like, you have an RB1. But the thing is, yeah, but I can't sleep at night.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And this isn't even the list, in my opinion, of running back twos that, that I think are running back twos that people think are running back ones. Exactly. And this is where I think the cutoff is. I have four names for you. Who and, and, pe- and RB1. Who people could consider as RB1s. That I would not have as an RB one.
1: Oh, okay, okay. So we're doing this list first, and then we're gonna do your RB ones, and then your RB twos, or like our RB ones and RB twos, or you can do your
0: RB ones and RB twos.
1: Oh, we're doing that first. Yeah. Okay. So RB ones. Uh, number one, Christian McCaffrey. Okay. You agree? Yes. Yes. So he's back. The league feels different when CMC is not playing. It was weird last year, but he's back, and you should shouldn't hesitate to draft him number one overall, in my opinion number two dalvin cook i agree with you yes yes you you hesitate a little bit why did
0: you hesitate i'm looking at alvin kamara and i'm like i love alvin kamara
1: i got him a little low but all right so dalvin cook he's never hyped up enough i feel like he's a guy that always gets forgotten but he never disappoints got it number three derrick henry
0: i'm moving derrick henry up spot decision right now yeah I Got him on oh. at three. I'm moving him. I'm moving okay, him. Okay, okay. No need to explain anything here. King Henry is the king for a reason. Mm-hmm.
1: Number four. I think this is where we start disagreeing. Because how many running backs do you have? An RB one.
0: I technically have seven.
1: Oh, sure, I only have four. All right. So my fourth one is Saquon Barkley. Fair. He's back. I put full trust in him because I don't fully trust Daniel Jones. The reasoning is Daniel Jones is literally the Eli Manning of this era. <laughs> Uh, He is not bad to the point where you have to move on from him, but he's also not good enough to get you the playoffs every single year. Mm -hmm. And that's all Saquon Barkley needs because he will get his carries like in this situation and he will recover from his injury. Blue skies ahead for New York. And and those are my four RB ones.
0: I have Alvin Kamara up just a bit as my number four. And the reason behind that is. He puts up good numbers every single year. He's he does. a dual threat running back. You know, he loves to catch the ball. He obviously runs with authority. He can stay healthy as well. Mm-hmm. If you've seen his off season, like workouts, they amaze me every single time. Yes. So people are worried about Alvin Kamara because Drew Brees is leaving. So they don't know where the offense is going to go. Yes. That's my worry as well. But was Drew Brees really that good last year? No, but I think he understands the game better than Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill. So what if they don't focus the game around Drew Brees, but they focus it more on a run-heavy offense with Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray? I think that could work. That's what I'm thinking. So if they don't trust Jameis, that's totally fine. They could trust Alvin Kamara. Yeah, but if you can't, if you don't
1: trust James Wilson to throw downfield, how many times can you throw to Kamara and hand the ball off to him before the defense just stacks the box?
0: Could that same argument be made with Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones?
1: I think, but the thing is, I think with the Giants, they trust Daniel Jones. So they're going to give him the opportunity to throw, meaning that the defense kind of has like, yeah, like you're going to see Daniel Jones throw. You're not going to be that scared, but you know, you can't send like seven to nine guys
0: in the box, you know? Okay, fair. Yeah, I feel like the Saints will still be able to move the ball. Okay, and that's why I have Matt for. That's it. So, so, do you think James Winston's
1: going to start or Taysom Hill in your analysis of Alvin Kamara?
0: I think Taysom Hill is going to start Week One. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. I'm thinking James Winston. Okay,
1: all right. Who's your number five?
0: So this is when I have Saquon Barkley at five, Ezekiel okay. Elliott at six, and Aaron Jones at seven. Oh, okay. But so those okay. are all elite RB1s, in my opinion, who you can sleep happy with. Okay. Okay.
1: So I only have four in that list where you can sleep happy with. Okay. Uh, my running back two list starts with Jonathan Taylor. Okay. So he's basically number five. Uh, this guy caught me by surprise last year. I did not expect him to be that good because, I mean, people are still drafting Marlon Mack and picking up Naheem Hines in the, just in case, like, Jonathan Taylor wasn't going to be it, you know? So I think if the Colts increase his role in the passing game this year, Jonathan Taylor is a name to remember for years to come.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Right after that, I have Ezekiel Elliott, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to blame his lack of production last season on Dak's injury. They really didn't have a competitive quarterback to play for them. So they became really one-dimensional. And I personally like Ben DiNucci but he was too raw <laughs> to do something for the Cowboys. I think he, he was just was not ready. So Zeke returned to his original fantasy form scoring like 250 points per season for you. His second year in the league and his last year was all like, was just like an outlier was not representative of who he is. I agree. Yeah. Uh, after that, I have Alvin Kamara.
0: Oh, wow. You dropped him off a little bit, but yeah, keep going.
1: I dropped him off because of the whole like QB situation. I had no clue. Mm-hmm. Where that was. And to finish off the list, I had Nick Chubb and then Aaron Jones. Nick mm-hmm. Chubb is like a mid-end to low end RB uh two for me because of Kareem Hunt. Cause we kind of know what they both can do, and we've seen them both score 10 plus games or 10 plus points per game each. And sometimes it just stays at 10 points for each of them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's why I kind of have them a little lower. And Aaron Jones, I mean. I won't be upset drafting him, but I'd be a little uneasy. Can't sleep. You know, you're not going to brag about having Aaron Jones because I think like in the off season, they, they they tried looking for, or no, they didn't look for anybody else, but they have like uh, AJ Dillon, even though they gave up Jamal Williams. So I'm kind of worried mm-hmm. Packers are
0: past happy. Got it. Yeah. Um, I think our rankings are just a bit, well, I guess in terms of like what we consider an RB one and RB two. Mm -hmm. just because for rb1s i kind of like okay maybe like 10 to 12 rb1s and then rb2s are like i don't know that's just kind of how i saw it oh i saw it as like tierless like tier one mm -hmm. rbs tier two rbs god i I think i think i think we broke them off differently which is okay because again everyone's draft philosophy is different Mm -hmm. because my rb2s i included players that people thought were rb1s that you can draft, it's like your your number one running back. That I don't like. One of them is Cam Akers.
1: Oh, mm, I see. I see what you mean now. So these are like your fake RB ones. These are yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I see. Okay, so fake RB Cam Akers. Ones. Okay, Cam Akers. Why, why don't
0: you believe in him? Okay. <laughs> why don't I believe? Here comes the sigh <laughs> in Cam Akers, and I have him as an overhyped running back this year. The reason why, actually, you know what? I'm gonna save it for later. I'm gonna say a yeah. familiar okay. portion. Okay. I just think he's being very overhyped in a small sample size. That's pretty good. They much finally I have
1: trust him. The Rams yeah. finally trusted him last season and he showed just like how uh the Ravens trusted JK Dobbins and then he mm-hmm. showed up.
0: Mm-hmm. But is it is it really RB1 value when he doesn't catch the ball very often? You're
1: right. I don't think he's RB1.
0: That's my concern. Um Antonio Gibson's up here as well. Yes, I don't like. If he's my RB one, I'm concerned. If he's my RB two, I'm happy.
1: Exactly. I think if Antonio Gibson is your RB one, you may as well
0: just give up and save some time in that league. You better have Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey in your team.
1: Yeah, you you better have like some top tier players at other positions or
0: something. Then like, you better have a good stack, and justify mm-hmm. it. Yes, <laughs> but yeah. Um, I also have Najee Harris and Joe Mixon here.
1: Najee Harris, let, let me guess is it because of that O line? It's just
0: because he's a rookie. I'm, I'm kind of concerned. Oh, you're like, but, but I like him as an RB okay. too. Okay, all right. And same with Joe Mixon, I'm just concerned he hasn't been able to stay healthy. True,
1: true. I'll give you that, but yeah, yeah, that, that's I feel like Joe Mixon is that classic running back that everyone drafts as an RB1. Yeah, Cause it, cause it, but because it, it's like the tail end of RB1. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I got value. Got I got value in Joe. Va- or it's kind of like, oh, 10 teams ahead of me took running backs. I guess I have to go pick a running back, too, and <laughs> dip your hands into a pile of poop. And then you get Joe Mixon. No, no offense to Joe Mixon. I'm just saying the, the value, you know, yeah, He's a good player, exactly. though. Exactly. Yeah. Did
0: you have any other um, comments for RB1s and RB2s? Nope,
1: we can move on to the Jonathan Taylor and David Montgomery debate.
0: Yes, so I will I will kind of preface this. So I know you like David Montgomery. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. No, no, I don't. No, I don't. Okay, good. And so- <laughs> Thank you, thank so you. <laughs> I, will, I will maybe convince you on why like people him? are so high on David Montgomery.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
0: People are like, okay, Tariq Cohen's coming back. Yes. So now he, he will have to split the work. David yes. Montgomery to recover. With Jonathan Taylor, there's Marlon Mack and Naeem Hines. Not a threat. Marlon Mack was the starting <laughs> running back before he, he was hurt. Yes. Do the roles swap? Yes. But could you argue that Marlon Mack is not the 1B running back? Jonathan Taylor has fumbling issues. Marlon He Mack. does, but he is the bell cow. Naeem Hines
1: is the pass catching running back, though. But they could increase Jonathan Taylor's passing role or the, his passing role, or how do you say they it? Could. His, his role
0: in the passing game? His role in the passing game. <laughs> yeah. True. Very true. Gonna circle back to Dave Montgomery. People argue that he had a very easy schedule mm-hmm. near the end. Yes. Jonathan Taylor did as well. Mm-hmm. So why is Jonathan Taylor and David Montgomery being drafted like 15 spots away from each other in terms of RB rankings. I think it's because of lack of knowledge. Because
1: I think David Montgomery has been in the league, what, one year longer than Jonathan Taylor? Mm-hmm. So you have one extra year to prove himself. I know he's in a bad situation. But, I mean, someone's going to whisper in your ear and tell you to draft David Montgomery because he finished as a fourth running back last year. <laughs> Now, if you don't watch our podcast, you'll take the bait because who wouldn't draft a guy that finished, you know, fourth, right? Mm-hmm. But if you watch us, you would know better and let someone else in your league draft him and make it their problem and not yours because the talent is there for Montgomery. It's just I don't get why the numbers aren't there to back up his talent. And it might it might not be his problem. It might be like, you know, Matt Nagy's problem or s- somebody else's problem. But it's just because, I mean... Like you said earlier, he, his, he ranked RB four because of his late season surge, like in his final six games, he had 800 plus yards and eight TDs in six games to end off the season his final six games. So it's kind of like, I feel like, so if you don't really take a look at the game logs and how much he scores and stuff, you're going to just take the bay and just take David Montgomery. Cause you're going to think he did that evenly over the course of the season when he just had a late season surge. Exactly. Like can that carry over like Cam Akers? Ah, uh, no. Okay, and now you're saying no, right? I, I I don't think it can carry over. That's why I don't think that
0: you should pick up David Montgomery. I think if you could get David Montgomery at a bargain price, which is what round
1: six, round six, I can live with. But he's definitely not going to be there at round six. I feel yeah, I he's totally definitely going to go round four, maybe.
0: Round four, four to five, yeah. Push it to five, maybe. Yeah, all right. Would you be mad if he was your flex? Mm-mm. Exactly. If he's your flex, you're fine. But the thing
1: is, if we're talking RB one or RB, see RB one. If you have David Montgomery RB one, I think you should just quit. Should if sleep. you have David Montgomery at RB two, that's when you will have some sleeping
0: issues at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: You shouldn't quit just yet,
0: but you might have sleeping issues. Yes. So again, and that's kind of why I feel like people being very low on David Montgomery is reasonable. And that's why I should also be like, hey, if you're super high on, on Jonathan Taylor, you kind of have to be high on David Montgomery. Like you can't just say yes and no to both of them. So my question to you is that, are you high on Jonathan Taylor? No, he's a running back that, is an RB1 that worries me and I would be more comfortable as an RB2.
1: And then David Mont- Montgomery, you would rather have him as a flex
0: or yes, RB2 as exactly. well? Oh,
1: okay. okay. So exactly. David Montgomery is one, one step down. lower. Yeah. Got it.
0: Okay. Exactly. So, so that was pretty much it for that. Um, yep. I don't know if you got the running back limbo list. Limbo,
1: yes, the RB duos that are worth drafting. No, there was I added
0: something. You what did you no? I, I I did not perfect. get it. What did you add? It's perfect because we'll just do we'll do this on the spot then, okay? Oh god. So, for the RB limbo, I have a list of players for you, Ryan. Okay. My question is, where do you draft them, like round? How comfortable are you drafting these players? And do you really want to draft these players? Okay. So I'm going to start off with the first name, J.K. Dobbins.
1: Comfortable drafting him.
0: Okay. Rounds five to six. Okay. RB2?
1: Oh, God rb2 with a little bit sleeping issues preferably in the slot i mean in, in the flex how about you
0: five or six i wouldn't be mad drafting him i'd be comfortable <laughs> as an rb2 with flex good job
1: yes 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 Next one. all right next
0: one cam acres
1: oh god i probably would not draft this guy okay because there's Daryl Henderson there and uh, Sean McVeigh does some, you know, some trickery stuff that I don't like. Some voodoo shit. Oh, sorry. Voodoo crap that happens over there. You know, I, I, you don't know what his game plan is. And he starts one running back one week, another one the next week. It's like, it's too tough. I just don't touch this guy.
0: For me, he kind of falls in that same boat as J.K. Dobbins. And this is why oh. I'm saying this. Okay, okay. Five or six RB2. I'm gonna have some sleeping problems, comfortable more as a flex. If I if I lose to Cam Akers, I'm not gonna cry about it. You know what I'm saying? If someone yeah, else drafts yeah. him and they beat they beat me with him, fine. I'm not gonna so going you're to
1: sleep you're gonna be okay drafting Cam Akers around five to six, knowing that it's gonna pl- he's gonna play your defense twice a year. Yep, it happens. And that and you think he's gonna he's gonna run all over your defense.
0: No, I think he's gonna run over the the other teams
1: <laughs> got it so you, you'll have a guaranteed two bad weeks exactly when you will mention him. those weeks
0: got it okay yeah moving on miles sanders no 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 <laughs> just just straight no what do you have to say <laughs> low end rb2 i don't want to touch him see i agree
1: with i don't want to touch him part but i would rather have him in the flex and i'll give me a little bit trouble sleeping at night but i'll keep him in the flex he is not touching an actual rb spot on the roster (laughs) unless he proves that he can do better i mean i'm not saying he can't do better it's just from what we have seen you're you're playing with fire by throwing him in at rb2 for your team
0: for me though the number one reason it's a small problem it's boston scott small man. Isn't Boston
1: Scott like 5'5 five, five or 5'6? Five, it's 5'6. Uh, he's even shorter than us.
0: He's 200 pounds. Now.
1: Oh. <laughs> so, sorry.
0: <laughs> I can be shorter than you, Boston Scott. If you want, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Scary man. That's no yeah. reason why I'm low on Miles Sanders and also just because he did not look like a very good running back last year. Okay. So I would draft okay. him um, a couple rounds later than J.K. Dobbins, Cam Akers. Um, have them as, again, I, I agree with you. Low-end RB2, they kind of fall in the same category, but as a flex, eh, maybe I'll have other flex options. It depends on um, who he's playing that week.
1: Yeah, you. As a flex, Miles Sanders is not bad of an option. Yeah, exactly.
0: Moving on, we have Chris Carson. I like.
1: You I like are... Chris Carson. You know I like Chris Carson. I drafted him. You always draft Chris Carson. Yeah, I like Chris Carson because okay. no matter how much Or how injury prone he is or anything. The Seahawks love to run the ball and they only have Rashad Penny or Chris Carson next year. So it's kind of like, I think they're going to roll with Chris Carson. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I think I would draft him. I don't think you can get him in rounds five or six. It's probably going to be more of a four to five thing Mm because I'm sure there's a lot of people on the Chris Carson train, but yeah, I draft him somewhere there. Four to
0: six, four to six. Chris Carson is that RB2 that you draft because you went wide receiver and in a dra- in, in, yes. on, in a round, in a round when everyone goes wide receiver, you have to yeah. go running back and you draft yes. Chris Carson.
1: <laughs> exactly. It's because you drafted a wide receiver earlier because you're like, there's no running backs of value here. Yeah. So you, you dip your hands, you get a good wide receiver, and then you on the on the end around or the turnaround, you're like, oh wait, I I, I have to deal with Chris Carson now yeah. as my RB two.
0: Yeah, you you take a wide receiver, hoping you start the wide receiver train, and people still go running back, and you're like, oh yeah. man, I made a mistake. <laughs> I mean, exactly. That's when you start a panic, low key. Yeah, you start to panic, and then you get you get Chris Carson, you start. No, start but it's the not bad
1: point. because the thing is, when you panic like that, and Chris Carson is still on the board when you draft, you thank God. Oh, you're
0: yeah. happy that you can draft Chris Carson, yeah. and it wasn't J.K. Dobbins. You pump the brakes before you can crash. Exactly. Because you could have gone Miles Sanders. Exactly. So good for you i agree with you though chris carson probably in that four to five range a player that you should get if you focus if you draft more of like a wide receiver heavy team but outside of that i don't know if i'll have him in many rosters me personally but he's a good player and people sleep on him
1: for me rb2 with a little bit of sleeping issues that's it yeah david
0: montgomery we kind of talked about
1: but it's okay no i i probably would not draft this guy mm-hmm. based on what i said earlier it's a little too risky for me. I had him last year. I had a deal with him putting up like not that many points for the first, like, I don't know, 10 games of the season. Mm-hmm. And then finally, he carried my team to win, but it was like, I feel like that was more luck than me skill or me having skill in drafting him.
0: Got it. Got it. So, this is actually a new name that I'm going to add right now because I think you added him on your team. I want to know what your, your thought process is. Did I? It's the oh, opposite of David guy? Montgomery. Oh, it's it's my Davis. Is-
1: Oh, oh yeah, Mike Davis. Yes, he is on the the Falcons now.
0: On the Falcons, <laughs> he is a dual threat running
1: back. He is a dual threat running back. I kind of bashed on him a little bit. I think in a in a previous episode,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I, I I would draft him because he wasn't bad of an option for uh to to replace Christian McCaffrey last year. Uh, in terms of comfortability, I would pick him. Six to seven or six to eight, I would feel comfortable picking him, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I don't know if he can last that long. Ex- he he's
0: like a Chris Carson, but a round or Ex- two later. <laughs> exactly, exactly. He's a Chris Carson, but a round or two later. On a wide receiver heavy team, I would draft Mike Davis. If not, don't draft Mike Davis. That's fine. Exactly, exactly. Right. Okay, last you, two you, won't you won't be missing out on much. You won't be missing out much. I like that. Yeah. Last two names: Miles Gaskins he's the, the dolphins player, mm-hmm. right? Dolphins lead back.
1: Uh, to be honest with you, I don't know too much about him. I did not bite on him. I I know another team had Miles Gaskins last year. He did not do that great from what I remember. I probably wouldn't draft him just because I'm unfamiliar with him. But I this could be totally
0: wrong. There's like a personal decision. Personal decision. I don't, I'm like in the same range as you though, Ryan. Like he's good but he's like that name that like you don't want to brag about like oh i got miles gaskins as my rb2 like your sneaky pig it's like mm. oh yeah yeah <laughs> I, i'm just... a little i'm a little suspect on that yeah, just stay quiet yeah i'd, I'd stay quiet he's like an rb2 flex option again okay. if he pops he pops but i don't really expect him to go off that 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 hard um mm-hmm. maybe you don't remember it ryan but he was that running back that made that really big play against the raiders on that screen pass oh i remember yeah, that, that was Miles Casket.
1: But but that that wasn't the play that hurt me the most. It was the. Do you remember the the last play of the game or the second to last play of the game? The Fitzpatrick. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, God damn it! Last player, Travis Etienne.
1: Oh, you're, yes, draft this guy, dude. Easy, easy. <laughs> you know why? Because I have him in another section that I'll talk about later. Um. Yeah, I'll, I'll draft this guy somewhere. Pro- I would honestly take a gamble and draft him four to six rounds, Ooh. four to six. Because so your
0: RB two or your flex or what?
1: As an RB two, I would have sleeping issues, and it would be a, the sleeping issues would probably be a little like more. I would be really comfortable with him in the flex, though. No sleeping issues at all when he's in the flex. Fair. So depending on how the board plays out, if you draft him. F- at four or five, you're probably looking at him being your RB2. If you get him in the later rounds, you can get him as your flex. I'm happy with him as a my flex.
0: I would be happy to have him on my team. Oh. I would want him as a flex. If not, it's okay. Okay. So, so we're kind of in the same boat. We're in the same range. Yeah, we're in the same boat. But yeah, thank you for yeah. playing running back limbo. We'll bring I'm it back next week. Limbo. With wide receivers team. limbo. Yeah. We'll bring it back. We'll bring it back. But yeah, that was pretty much all I had. Do you want to talk about the next section? RB
1: duos that are worth drafting. Will you draft Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon?
0: I want Aaron Jones. But you don't want A.J. Dillon. I don't think you need... You do need A.J. Dillon, but people are going to No, You don't. You don't. You don't. You don't need him. You don't? You don't need A.J. Dillon. Trust me, man. What if Aaron Jones gets hurt?
1: Well, if he gets hurt, then, like, what if Christian McCaffrey gets hurt? You know, so, I mean, if we're playing the the injury scare game, then it's kind of like it changes your whole perspective on who, who you're going to pick. Okay. So that's why. But but I do agree with you that it's kind of like th- the situation's different in the sense that, like, with Christian McCaffrey, no one drafts Mike Davis, his backup. You kind of just get lucky and pick up the backup on the waiver r- wire. But in this case, you probably won't have the chance to pick up A.J. Dillon on the waiver wire, if Aaron Jones gets hurt, because someone else already stashed
0: him on a roster, fair, fair. But what if AJ Dylan's good? Is he
1: gonna just like outdo Aaron Jones and take the job from him?
0: No, but what if he just emerges as a as a good like one B running back?
1: So they're gonna do split carries. Mm-hmm. I think that could be uh, that that could happen. But again, Green Bay's they're they're too pass happy, man. I don't think there's going to be enough ball to go around.
0: True. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. For Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt.
1: This one could pay off. Yes. Yes. Because we see both these players put up 10 plus points each in a single game. Like I said earlier. So I'm more comfortable with this duo.
0: Mm, That's fair. That is fair. And the,
1: and the Browns are, I, I believe they're pretty run heavy. They are. I mean, they, they have a lot of good weapons, like OBJ is coming back, Jarvis Landry, but they still run the ball quite a lot.
0: That's fair. I agree with you. Run run first offense. Um, We have proof that Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb can work together in harmony. In harmony, to help, yes. To help your yes. fantasy football team.
1: I have one more duo for you. Okay. Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake.
0: Okay, that's fair. That's fair.
1: What would, would you? My question to you is, would you draft?
0: Would I draft both? No. Would I want a share in Josh Jacobs? Yes.
1: Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Moving on then. Any rookie running backs that are worth drafting
0: in your opinion? Worth drafting? Yes. I have three. You have three? Yes.
1: Okay. I I, I don't think I thought that far out, so I only have one. And you probably know who it is, Travis Etienne, because I talked him up earlier. Oh, yeah.
0: That's like I I do like Travis Etienne.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: High end flex play for me. From my other two running backs, I have Najee Harris. Okay. And I have again a little sneaky pick. The guy on the Broncos, pick, right? Javante Williams. Yes. Yes. That's a little good sneaky. pick. I Very think if you pick. get him in the later rounds, like 11 or 12, and mm-hmm. Melvin Gordon gets hurt. No,
1: Javonte I think Williams he might even beat out Melvin Gordon.
0: It. Exactly. I think exactly. it's possible. They and just Melvin- need to trust him. And Melvin Gordon's issues that he had last year come up back in like November. I think Whoa. I remember he had like legal issues. I think he. Had oh like yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Wait, what do you mean it comes back up in November?
0: I think they like finally get to like.
1: Oh, oh, oh like like go to open like up court again. For it.
0: all right, all right.
1: Oh. Javonta Williams, everybody.
0: Who knows? Who knows? But Javante Williams, again, you draft him in like. The 11th or 12th round, and you get a flex play. It's hmm. pretty good for me. You could even get an RB two if Melvin Gordon goes down. That's what I'm saying. That's what all I'm right. Saying. Yeah. Um. Now the last two questions I have for you, Ryan, for the end of this episode. In your opinion, who is a running back that is overhyped this upcoming fantasy football year? DeAndre Swift. Who? Wow.
1: I don't like. Do you remember Week One? What happened in the end zone? Remind me.
0: Do not like.
1: <laughs> you do not like. Don't like it. You know. But uh, that—that's not the reason why I think he's overhyped. I he he was going to be a star in his second year. That's why everyone said. And I think he definitely can become a star if the Lions didn't sign Jamal Williams. Uh, why sign a guy in Jamal Williams that who can start on another roster when you already have DeAndre uh, DeAndre Swift? It's kind of like they must know something about Swift that we don't. Because if you believe that much or you believe in Swift that much, why are you looking elsewhere? Why are you like trying out or letting uh, Todd Gurley try out for your team if you don't trust
0: Swift, you know? You know, you actually sparked something in me into like thinking about DeAndre Swift. What if DeAndre Swift was a Matt Patricia player?
1: Ah, uh, So as in like, so he's basically not good. It'll, Matt Patricia liked him, so they got him, and yeah. then now it's kind of like new people come in and they're like, who's this you guy? Mean, you got to, we want
0: oh our God. Player. That's but one. what's wrong with DeAndre Swift? Maybe there's nothing completely wrong with DeAndre Swift. Maybe it's just a different scheme fit. That's why they want a bigger back in like Jamal Williams. Maybe they want like that Bruiser. How big is DeAndre Swift? No clue. think is don't, I don't a tackle breaker. Is he? He's supposed to be a tackle breaker. I, don't I, know.
1: I just know he's probably small and swift. Like no pun intended. Small like I actually, he yeah, he's actually five nine. He's five nine.
0: Yeah, he's supposed to be
1: more elusive, right? 5'9". Nine. nine. What is his forty time? Four four eight. Okay. For yeah. a five nine. Okay, it's not bad. Quick. He's just quick with it. And Jamal Williams is, God, I forget. I mean, I look at Jamal he's Williams. six feet tall, so he's three inches bigger. Three inches taller, I mean. Mm-hmm. So he's got the size. And but he's lighter. Jamal Williams is lighter than DeAndre Swift.
0: Maybe he's more of like a Latavius Murray. Maybe. But yeah, but what for me, saying. it's Cam Akers in terms of an overhyped.
1: Brand. Man, you're just dogging on Cam Akers this whole episode,
0: dude. Okay. <laughs> but here's the reasoning. Yes, he is the lead back in this offense. But the problem is there are too many mouths to feed in this offense now. Who do they have? They have Daryl Henderson. They have Daryl Henderson in terms of running backs. So, But do you think they're not going to be pass heavy? When you have Deshaun Jackson, I that shouldn't have been the first name. When you have <laughs> yeah. um, <for> cup, <laughs> Robert, Robert, Woods. Robert Woods, Tyler Higby. Tyler Higby. Van I, Jefferson
1: from last year.
0: Yeah, I think they drafted a wide receiver too. Mm-hmm.
1: Deshaun so Jackson.
0: You have Matthew Stafford throwing the ball. Okay.
1: Okay. You know, how do you feel about Matthew Stafford?
0: I think he is a top 15 quarterback.
1: All right. Fair enough. That okay. be the
0: reason why you lose games. Jimmy Garoppolo is the reason why you lose games.
1: <laughs> okay. F- fair enough. I like him at top 15 because I, I think once Stafford went to the Rams, I don't know why, but everyone praised the move. Like they yeah, they looked dude. at Stafford like uh, as if he was like a if he's a god or something. Football. Well, he is pretty good. He's pretty good, but I mean, he honestly he plays like Derek Carr to me. So it's like how come Derek Carr doesn't get the recognition, but Stafford
0: gets the recognition? That's the argument I have for you. I think it's because they are viewed in this as a player stuck in a very bad organization.
1: So. So you're basically telling me if Derek Carr leaves, this man's going to be like hyped
0: up. If Derek Carr went to the Washington football team, you don't think they're not going to hype up Derek Carr. You're right. When they You are right. You are right. Dwayne Haskins to Ryan Fitzpatrick to Derek Carr. Derek Carr. You're right. Yeah. The, the, that team will go somewhere. Yeah. But okay. which is funny because I'm going to transition to the last question, the last topic. okay. which is name an RB2. That you think can end the year as an RB1?
1: For me, it was Zeke, because I put Zeke on my RB2 list Mm -hmm. because we kind of had like different lists. Mm -hmm. And it was for the reason I said earlier, I don't think it was his fault last year. I Mm -hmm. think it was just like a one dimensional offense. It'll be two dimensional again. Zeke will be that RB1.
0: Nice. I have someone else in that division. I have Antonio Gibson.
1: Didn't you just say you didn't like him earlier?
0: i said as an rb2 i might ah i'll sleep through those nightmares (laughs) okay tell me tell me why you're so high on antonio gibson okay he was injured for some of last season and he still put up top 15 numbers which is really good who was this quarterback who who freaking knows exactly taylor Taylor heineke heineke taylor heineke alex smith with one leg Twin Haskins. Yes, yes. With half a brain. It's okay. It happens. Whoa. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dude. I don't think he was there. Um, anyways, the offense low-key revolves around him. You I don't, but McLaurin. you don't McLaurin. believe in Ryan Fitzpatrick? I do. I do. Okay. I believe that they're going to throw Antonio Gibson the ball more, though. Okay, I agree. Outside of Terry McLaurin. I mean, yeah, you have Logan Thomas. He wasn't bad. He wasn't bad, but you don't don't write home about him. Okay. Next up is Antonio Gibson. There's an improvement at quarterback. Again, Ryan Fitzpatrick is not the best quarterback ever, but he's better. Yeah. They're going to move the ball more. If they're up big, what are they going to do? They're going to run the ball. JD McKissick is there. He's the pass-catching back, sure.
1: But Antonio Gibson was
0: drafted as the pass-catching back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so and he's a good good runner he's a two-dimensional runner i would not be surprised because this team will be pretty successful i mean also you look at their division they play the eagles and the cowboys twice a year
1: that is true he 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 does not have a lot of competition in his own division
0: exactly and that's why i feel like antonio gibson might be a decent steal in this draft coming up i like that all right is that
1: all you have to say That's all I have to say. That is also all I have to say. So to everyone that has made it this far, thank you for listening to me. The Football Gods bless your team with more wins this year. We'll catch you guys again in next week's episode when we cover fantasy wide receivers. And we'll discuss if there are any of them that are worth drafting before a running back. And that's the tea.
0: And that's the tea. Take care, y'all.
1: Bye.